So guess what time it is, guys? It's time for top two in hour two. Give him the old one, one, two, one, two. And now the weekly dish presents top two, top two, the top two. Pick your best two in hour two. All right, give me two, with him, with him. All right, this is the time of the show that we talk about two things that we are kind of loving or obsessed with this week. What do you got? What's your first one? Well, number one, I have something that you brought yesterday, which is uh, the jalapeno cheese pretzels at Angel Food Bakery. <laughs> this is a thing. So you brought in a whole bunch of really wonderful, giant, um, soft, fabulous, soft pretzels yep. um, in celebration of Oktoberfest. We were talking about this on our fall fun themed episode of Twin Cities Live yesterday. Yeah. And these we could not believe. And all of the pretzels that you brought were over the top good. They I mean, were, they so, were good. so good. Let me just say, don't eat bad pretzels, you guys. You oh. don't have to eat those ones that taste like they came out of the freezer case and then they are like a little bit freezer burned yes we have great pretzels in town and then get lots of dipping sauces to go with it but if you want a pretzel that you don't even need a dipping sauce with you get the pretzels from angel food bakery (laughs) in minneapolis and we've had you've had katie on forever katie gertis is on the show all the time and i go to angel food bakery i mean like we shoot things there we've shot um you know photo we've done photo shoots there when we've needed we just did a cover of a calendar there did you really so we are often at angel food bakery and katie was on just this week making um Bana, wait, Banafis, which is this. Banafi. Banafi? Bana, what did we say it? I have said it I wrong. I would say Banafi. Is that totally wrong? I don't know. It's whatever. Yeah. It's this wonderful British dessert. Mm-hmm. And she made it in a little um, jar and it was fantastic. But I did not know that she was making these jalapeno cheese pretzels that are like over the top. I've been thinking about them ever since. And I'm thinking like I might need to drive down there today um, to get them yeah. and bring them home. Yeah. Because they have like massive chunks of cream cheese in the pretzel and then the cheese kind of melts as they bake and gets like a little bit crispy on the bottom and then Mm -hmm. big bright pieces of jalapeno and they were unbelievable (laughs) they're jalapeno cream cheese popper pretzel yes it is unbelievable that they are like and then just so you're clear they have a regular butter and sea salt one and those are the most buttery those were like almost brioche you know when we bit into our three different kinds and the salt that she uses is phenomenal it's like a malden it's like a malden sea salt which is like a flake and you like bite into the little crisps of the salt yeah they also have just to be clear bacon cheddar chive Hello. They have three cheese. And then this is one I think you'd love. Roasted red onion, rosemary, and goat cheese. Totally on board. I I just want... All of these pretzels. Yeah. They're open until 3 p.m. today. If you <laughs> you are there. literally going there. I think you are. Yeah, where you can go there and you can get yeah. the pretzels. But I love, um, you know, if you're if you're maybe more of a savory person than a sweet person, Yeah, this is what you should get. Yeah. Gosh, I, it's good. I know, it's so good. I just I was just thinking that you can buy... I used to, when my kids were in German club and stuff, I would bring these home, you know, for like German club stuff. Yeah. Because that was the best... And I do love the ones that we had um, also from um, Aki's Bread House. Aki's Bread House, they were so good. And, and then also the one from um, Glick's. That huge one. Like go bready. in there and bready hang and out, get a big bready. Yes. And then dip it in the, and they, whatever cheesy oh, thing they have is their always so beer good. beer cheese sauce with that was like the most legit thing. Over I the top good. Okay, so that's my first okay. thing. What's yours? My first one is actually Solera, which is back for a very short, small time. 
um, which is, of course, through the Travail Boys. So Great. on Saturday, or I'm sorry, hi, Thursday, I went to, so you know the Travail Residency in Minneapolis mm-hmm. there at the the old Origa space. Yep, I just walked past, or drove past it yesterday. So the last iteration, the last, you know, they've done, you know, they did, last one was a Mexican-themed qua is what it was, and then before that it was the Origa. Um sort of relaunch. So they decided that Solera would be their last one before they head back up to Robbinsdale and relaunch their space up there. But it is, you know, Tim McKee and his, you know, Solera of what that was back in the day, the Spanish tapas place. Did you ever go there? Do you remember being there? Or are you too young? I never went there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-mm. It did close. I, I mean, I knew about it yeah. and I know, but I, I think I wasn't really living here when it was in its like heyday. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was like, I remember it being, you know, the moments of like, wow, we can have tapas. Yeah. <laughs> and like the, the Spanish food when, you know, all everybody was talking about Spanish food and like little bocarones and little, you know, it's like the egg tortilla kind of things And lots of ham. Olives. So much ham. So much ham. So much manchego cheese. Bring oh. on the manchego. Oh my God. Which I know. I love manchego. I know. But that didn't exist in our culture until people got really excited about Spain. Great. So Solera is, you know, and some of the best chefs in town came from there. You know, they all kind of like J.P. Samuelson and Matt Bickford, you know, who was at Ice House and yeah. all the rest of all those guys, you know, they all kind of had this like time at Solera. And um, so anyway, they're relaunching it. They're doing a tasting menu thing, which they do. Uh, so you can buy tickets for it and you can go and you get all these great little little bites, you know, on the boards. And then you go into the back and then you get like there's meat hanging from hangers. Yeah. And you take them off the chandelier and you wrap them and, you know, in things and you have clams. And it's just it's a really fun, innovative experience. And um, you can, it's a ticketed thing. But if you don't want to get reservations, you can always just go sit at the bar. Great. Again. So you can pop into the bar, get a whole bunch of cocktails, and they're doing small little tasty cocktails. Fun. And then you can get all the other, what they're calling like, um, what are those? Pinchos, which are like those little snacks. Great. Yeah. So that's Solera at Travail. At Travail, which is in the old... Oregon space. Right. Lowry Hill, right next right. to Birch. Yeah. Actually, right next to Lowry Hill Meats. Yes. Like sharing a wall. Exactly. Yeah. Easy to find. Good stuff. It's like zip off the freeway and you're right there. Seriously. Okay, what's your second? You don't even have to go that deep into Uptown. No, you don't, and you really can park. Happy. There is parking. We love that. <laughs> love okay, the second it. thing is this taco truck. Oh, yes. Now, I told you about this. Have you been here yet? I have not. All right. It is called, I'm, uh, I'm even hesitant to mention it because I just like, don't, I don't know want people to get... if it's going to be a crazy line. But right. then I feel like that's selfish and I would never do that here on the Weekly Dish. Right. It's called Sabroso. And it's Sabroso Tacos and Burritos. And it happens to sit on Marshall Avenue in St. Paul, right in the parking lot of the laundromat. It's so flippin' good. It's got a cute little chili pepper with like a big mustache on it. And a sombrero. And a sombrero. So it's just this like kind of, I mean, it's like a spray painted on truck. Yeah. It does not look like a super fancy shishi food or drink truck like the ones that we see all over that look so Instagrammable. Yeah. It does not look Instagrammable. mm -mm, mm -mm. It just looks like a truck. So we've driven past this. We drive past it every (gasps) single day. For years and years, and um, not years and years, days and days. Days and days. And um, my husband finally said, I'm going to stop at this. And my husband is like a taco connoisseur. He is 50% Mexican. He is straight, like, wants great tacos all the time. Yeah. His mom would make amazing tacos in, we like... We all remember, and her tortilla soup. It, yes, and her tortilla soup yeah, is the legend- greatest it's in the It's legendary. World. So, um, 
he stopped there and picked up these tacos and he got a bunch of, he got some, um, uh, al pastor. So the pork with the pineapple. And then he also got, um, carne asada tacos. And then he brought home a burrito and, we all have lost our minds over these tacos. <laughs> so now we're going like at least once a week. Are you really? And um, we stop in and Jay pulls in with the babies yeah. in the back seat and just gets out and orders the tacos, goes back in the car, waits till the order is ready and then brings them home. And they are phenomenal. And Again, do they know you now? Or are they I, like, I hey. mean, they might know Jay. I yeah. don't go. He's the one who just He's stops pick and up. picks it up because he does pickup duty. So it's Sabroso Tacos and Burritos. It's basically like if you're in the hood and you're on Marshall and you see this little funny looking taco truck in front of a laundromat. And it's by what is but where is it closest? Like um, Marshall and Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, and um, it's right. There's the Marshall Stop is a gas station there, and then there's a Marshall liquor store, and then there's the laundromat, yeah. and it's like just sits right in front of there. Okay, and I you just love pull that. into the parking lot. You go up to the window, and you get tacos and burritos, and you live a more pleasant life, a better existence. I have to tell you that they have lingua. Which is tongue. At least Great. on their Facebook, they have the La Lengua. I mean, I didn't even find like a website for them. Yeah. I just found their Facebook their page. Their Facebook is good. But they have like, and they have like, it looks, re- and my favorite thing is I just want cilantro and chopped onions. And that's, that's all it. I want. That's it. That's all I want. And maybe like if you have got a salsa, put that on there, some pineapple. They give you like little things of a bunch of salsas yeah. that are that's hot us. and wonderful. Yeah. Like I want the tacos right now. I suit now that we're talking. I really actually want those tacos right mm-hmm. now. They open That's it. amazing. They yeah. do? Okay. <laughs> Got other things. All right. So I'm just going to tell you, funny that we talked about soup a little bit, but there is, I'm going to put up this recipe, you guys, for this Instant Pot bean beef and corn meatball soup. Ooh. I know. I don't know why. This just like stuck in my brain. Instant Pot beef and corn albondigas soup. And so it just looked so good. And I just, I don't know what it is, but it's basically... Um, Got a smoky bacon cumin chipotle flavor to it. Great. Does that not seem like fall in its essence? Totally. And yeah. it's, so it's ground beef and bacon yeah. that are that are you make these meatballs. Yeah. I like the idea. See, here's the deal. I don't I like meatballs by themselves. Mm-hmm. I just want to eat them. I but love then meatballs. sometimes I'm like I I like should I make rice with it? Should I make I don't always I don't make spaghetti. I don't make pasta to go with my meatballs necessarily. So then I'm always kind of thinking, what should I do? And I I've made like you know, like I had a like a spicy yogurt kind of dip thing with them. Great. And all this kind of stuff. This is the first time I would do a soup with a meatball. Yeah, that's a great idea. I haven't done that. Which I think you could do, especially if you made a bunch yeah. of meatballs in advance and then mm-hmm. you'd have them frozen yeah. and ready to add to any sort of soup. Boy, we had some really phenomenal pork meatballs on Twin Cities Live yesterday that Mary Jane Miller made. We'll talk about that in the Apple segment. Uh, yeah, because also... Yeah, those are in my fridge. I ate those. Yes. <laughs> I took some of those home. Yes. Um, so I'm going to post this uh, beef and corn albondiga soup. By the way, it is from the Mexican Instant Pot Cookbook. That was uh, off of, uh, I think it's Pen- Penguin Random House. That's where I get all this kind of fun stuff. Oh, so yeah. I will post that for all of us who are totally IP freaks.